at the Sydney Cricket Ground. One way shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. So g'day and welcome to the Maybe Daily. We are sponsored, as always, by the fine people oh, at yeah. mintsports.com.au. Go over to Mint Sports. There isn't an app yet, but get it when it comes out. We're also sponsored by Reese yeah. Walsh. Reese Walsh's fucking elocution lessons, you c- <laughs> Come on down to Reese Walsh's for all your fucking right. elocution lessons, you c- wow. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I swears, I didn't say it. It wasn't uh, directed at me, I swears. We know you swears, mate. That's why you're out of origin. Let us pray, mate. Let us pray. Yeah, let's pray, mate. Let's get serious. Let us pray that the skeletal crew of NRL 360 keep avoiding natural sunlight and continue to eat their own. <laughs> oh, God, no. Have a barley sugar and some so sunshine, guys. Anger. Oh, God, get a root. And I get the irony of me saying that. Let us pray that no protesters get mown down at Silverstone this weekend attempting to spray orange powder on the track. It could happen. And let us pray that bronze yeah. is the new gold. A lot of Aussie rose gold this week, Meso. A mm. lot of rose gold. In the name of. Name of. Kostya Zoo. Iron Guts Barlow. Mint Sports own. Oh, yeah. Doc, Doc Ellis. Ellis is high. As a Georgia Pine. And, <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron, the architect, Moy. Love him. Ah, Pen. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. A week is a long time in life, it is an eternity. In sport, and what a week we've had. How's your week been, mate? Went on a baby moon to barrel. A what, sorry? Sonny, I went on a baby moon to barrel. Baby moon? Baby moon, have you heard of this? Um, New thing? The baby moon? Yeah, but... It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt before, you when I explain Before it. you have a baby, you celebrate the fact you don't have a baby. <laughs> yeah, you celebrate okay. the hours you have left. I feel like that's a bit harsh on the... Impending birth, like <laughs> we better celebrate our last bastions of freedom. <laughs> hey, quick musing, far away. Thinking thoughts in my mind. Wanna see if I go blind? Another musing from your man Mace out of space, wearing lace in a chase with Christopher Case. Oh my God! Here we go again. Here we go again. Musing, musing, musing. Another musing. Musing. What you got? Musing. Brain stop. Musing. Feeling hot. Musing. I'm not thinking much. Musing. Yeah. Why is it called a honeymoon? Musing. Another musing. Musing. What you got? Musing. I used to know this. Did ya? Yeah, because 
So you're the French or Latin? Yeah, it's a French Latin term. <laughs> nah, it was to do uh, with the cycle of like when you could get married or something. Because it's like, you know, once in a blue moon, full moon, half moon. Like, I'm not going to go through the lunar cycles. <laughs> honey, though. Honey moon. Mm. Was the first marriage, a, like, was a celeb- everyone was nude, like a mooning. Was there a mooning celebration at the first wedding? Well, it's not. A, it's after the wedding, isn't it? This is a tough one. Honeymoon. Yeah, it's the first honey. part. It's something to do with the lunar cycle. So what would the honey aspect be? I get, obviously, the moon. It's like you've got a month of it. So what... I reckon you, you douse your butt in honey. You're still sticking to the butt stuff. <laughs> okay. You stick both bums together and it's like a symbol of connection and symbol of... Mm, mm. You can do all the vows. You can do all of that. That makes sense. Sign the papers... But until you do the honey, until you do the honey butt touch, that is really, <laughs> that is really that was, where uh, it's stamped. That was a dance I had to learn in grade seven. <laughs> the, the honey, honey butt, butt touch. touch. <laughs> you know what? In grade seven, we actually had a school dance, and uh, you know that song, Rasputin, whatever it is, Ra Ra Rasputin, Ra, Ra, Rasputin blah, blah, banger, that banger, one. yeah, banger, banger. We had a PE teacher called Mr. Shuko, and Mr. Shuko <laughs> didn't wear undies. Nothing wrong with that, but no. Mr. Shuko had cags like bags from an oh, aforementioned no. a previous podcast, and he wore the little like Canterbury shorts, little footy shorts, rugby oh, shorts, no. and spontaneously in the undercroft when it was a stormy day and we all had to practice like swapping partners and doing the honey butt touch, we all sang "Rah Rah Shuko's balls hanging off Niagara Falls," and it <laughs> fucking went off. And he was there; he was like one of the teachers. <laughs> Record scratch, they stop it. Anyone who sings that again, you're out, right? Like you're gone, oh, you're expelled. Of course, style. you want to. Just on the so the time. whole there's just the songs building and building and building, <laughs> and there's eyes darting around, and it was just sort of like if we all do it, <laughs> I am Spartacus moment, and it kicked in. One of the most invigorating moments of school. We just ran out of there. Shoot those balls hanging up, no, you don't for Yeah, like the everyone was doing it. The chicks, the nerds, the goobers. What young Bob Dylan thought of those lyrics? I I mean, that was good. one of the best things about it. It was so organic. It just popped up. Out of nowhere, it was fantastic. I mean, why is he wearing the small shorts? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's. <laughs> why is he wearing the small shorts, Shuko? I mean, what is he doing? Bad move from the shoot. That's creepy shit. He would have been leaning one leg on the desk as he's talking and stuff. It's just a lot. I can tell you right now, it was to the left. He definitely <laughs> went to the left, and I'm not talking about his political <laughs> sways. So, how was the Honey Butt Touch Baby Moon? Honey Butt Touch Baby Moon was. Uh, very, very nice. It's in a town called Barrel. Someone was born there. Someone famous that we like. Oh, the Don. Bar- the Don. Yeah. I was in the Don's home. I could smell victory everywhere I walked. It was just everywhere. Oh, yeah. It was... Um, you want your second son to be an asshole who can bat. <laughs> is, it, is that a fact that he was a really bad bloke? Wasn't the best guy in the rooms, but when you're twice as good as... Anyone who's ever played the sport, I reckon you're probably going to have a little bit of ego and arrogance but where's too. But where's it written? Where's it written that he like used to piss all over everyone's clothes before they got after their shower? And where's the where's well, the facts? nowhere? No, no, it's actually never written that he used to piss all over everyone's clothes after the game. 
I can guarantee you that has not been written anywhere. Nowhere, nowhere. No, until today, I don't believe it's been said anywhere. In fact, if there's a transcript of this, it'll be the first time it's on paper. No, it, it's just well known, like people who would yeah. play with him or against him. He wasn't much of a, a, a great chap to have around, but fuck it. Yeah. He's Australian and he averaged 99. That's exactly right. Look, Barrel is a great little town, but it's just the classic, very wealthy country town where everyone's wearing rivers clothes and hats okay. and no one's got a speck of dirt on them. It's like the Turak of the country. It's just so... Right. Sounds almost English. It's oh, It reeks. Oof. It's a bit pommy. I feel it's, bad saying it. It was not full of wineries and full of people who talk nah. like this. Very, Ugh. very, very. Hey, speaking of wineries, mm. just a quick musing. Mm. Is there a more arrogant, cocksure piece of employee than a young male bottle shop attendant? <laughs> they are the worst. It's amusing. Oh my god! I went to get a bottle of wine the other night, and it was okay. It was a cask, but I went to get a bottle, and it was just like, "Hey, hey champ, what's going on, chief? Hey, big night, big night, you You fucking eighteen, man. You call me mate or sir? Ah, <laughs> uh, you going, champ? There you going, chief? There, oh, what's going on, boss? Oh my yeah, god! Why do they do that? Just every why? time, bottle of attendants, oh. most arrogant breed on the planet, coming from a former bottle shop attendant. <laughs> Got a real problem with those people who are out the front of supermarkets who try to who are they like sell you? Like they got like it's like a foundation for someone, and they're like, "Oh, I just need two minutes." Charity with you. workers. How do you yeah. deal? How do you deal with those people? I go really overboard and say, "I'm sorry, mate. I can't. I am too busy." I just go <laughs> full on and say, "No, you thank palm you." Palm them in the face. Pa- yeah, well, palm I've them got right. a stock standard. I've got a stock standard line got? that I used. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, two things. One, I did that job door to door in England. Oh, door to door is God. tough. At least here you can see him coming. You get a knock on the door and it's like, hi, can I sell you something? Piss off. In England too. Uh, I remember, and you know what? I had a bloke let me in. He invited me inside. Right. And we had a cigar and drank whiskey and watched cricket what for a whole session. And his name was Shuko. Didn't realize. <laughs> his name was sorry, Kags. No. And ever since then, I say, look, and I'm really honest at the door-to-door ones. I go, yeah. hey, look, I'm not going to be able to donate to you. I already donate to certain causes. Yeah. Do you want to? Drink. Do you want to come in for a cuppa? And they always say no because they're creeped out, might be. But that's so my way creepy. there. It's but so in creepy. public, 
<laughs> this is what I do if I'm not in the mood for it. Because mm. often I'll just have a chat to them because of my social Tourette's. But I will, if I'm not in the mood, mm. I will just say, hey, really sorry, I have just arrived back in the country. I actually don't have a bank account set up. Do you accept cash? And they never do. Oh, that is brilliant. It's like they got Sorry, to work. Sorry, would love to yeah. give it to your cause. Oh. I just don't have a bank account. Because I actually found that one out working overseas where I didn't have a bank account. And I was like, oh, I'll give you five quid. And they're like, nah, it has to be a bank account. Direct debit. I'm like, Sorry, mate, don't have one. So I just lead with, mate, I'd love to help you. Don't have a bank account. Do you do That's cash? Right. No? All right. See you later. That's great. Another one I've used before, which was I acted like I was French. Excuse me? I just sort of went, uh, no English, no English, I don't, uh, no English. I don't. You acted oh. like a Frenchman who didn't have a French accent. <laughs> no wonder they didn't give you a bank account. <laughs> uh, no English, no English. Baguette, baguette. Baguette. Wee wee, all over your clothes, like Le Bradman, eh? Wee wee. All right. Well, we got to the bottom of that. How did we get onto that? Bower was nice, mate. Bower was really oh, nice. Oh, Bower, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we discussed that yesterday. I was on a bus trip to Bower, and the first thing we decided was we need good transport to the places of mm. performance. And I've yeah. heard most of the big Olympic uh, decisions have been made on the bus trip to Bower. <laughs> How's your week been? Yeah, pretty low-key, mate. Went and watched the Roy boys on the weekend with the bub. Out at Fitzroy, oh, footy yeah. club. It was good. How'd they go? Yeah, got a win. It was good. i tell you what, though. Yeah. I was there with some friends of the pod, uh, mm. Emma Rochi and Coco, mm. and they were elated when old mate running the club comes up to the grandstand. It's bucketing down with rain and he goes, hey, guys, just a reminder, yeah. half time, five bucks or you can eat buffet of cakes and pastries downstairs. Oh. And they're like, how good's this? And as a Brisbane Lions fan, I wanted to whack him. I was like, mate. Five bucks? No wonder you folded. No wonder you had to merge with Brisbane. You're giving it away. Coffee's five fifty down the road. You're giving away all you can eat. And trust me, Em and Coco in particular, friends of the pod, you're losing money on that deal, guys. You are losing money. They're going to rock up at precisely halftime every week, eat you down to a skerrick and... Fuck right off. Unbelievable. Five bucks. Yeah. Mate. All That's... you can eat, all you can anything, all you can take to the face punches for five bucks. I'm like, bugger it. That's all a you bargain. Can anything. Yeah. All you can anything is the greatest term ever. All you can anything. <laughs> for the gentleman. All you can eat. All you can eat. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. Tis no man. Tis a remorseless eating machine. But the sign said all you can eat. There's some all-you-can-eat stuff coming up later in today's episode, oh, but let's yeah. get straight into the sport, shall we? Let's do it, my friend. Oh, baby. You know what time it is. It's time to get those pants off, baby. Get ready. Sit back. Put that incense right around that room now. It's time for Sonny's main sport headlines oh yeah drop that beat to rugby league 
and a hat-trick for Selwyn Corn Cobbo sees Kevy's men triumph over Supercoach Bennett's Dolphins, fins down, in the latest instalment of the Battle of Brisbane, 24-16. Huge Cobbo fan. Huge Cobbo fan. Huge Cobbo? Yeah. Huge Cobbo fan. I think he's got so much talent. He is a young bull. And you are a very good... You've always been a very astute rugby league talent scout. I'm a huge rugby league talent scout. I've been here for a, half a minute, and I know... Yeah. You know what got me got him over the line? That little slide he did, that little cheeky slide where he's kept his knees in. Honey butt. Honey butted his way into that corner try. The old honey butt. 100%. Cobbo he honey knows butt. how to moon. He knows how to moon. We'll get to the bottom butt. of it. <laughs> in a celebration of equalisation, the following scores were spewed up last weekend, Meso. The mm. Dumpster Fire Dragons, 16. Cronulla Sharks, oh, 52. Disgusting. Gus's Baby Panthers, 0. Newcastle Knights of all teams, 66. Wow. And Genius's Drought Boys, oh. 0. North Queensland in the biggest winning margin in NRL history, 74 points. That is disgraceful. Salary cap's doing a bang-up job, isn't it? <laughs> Sheenzy would be in all sorts, smelling toast. Oh, Can't feel he his right arm. He doesn't know where he is, mate. He wouldn't have a he clue. Straight on Twitter with Sheenzy. Hashtag dementia. He comes from the Graham Arnold school of, <laughs> of analysis. <laughs> Aggregates. Uh, I think we won because we put 60 on him last time. Still not winning. Reese Walsh will miss Origin 3 after he was suspended for swearing. We alluded to this in the prayer and the sponsor earlier. Mm. After the tribunal hearing, Walsh said of... His suspension for poor language, he was, quote, pretty fucking disappointed, you fucking <laughs> Fair enough. Learnt from his mistakes. Hey, did you see Reese Lightning's legal defence on this one? No, no, tell me, tell me. Oh, mate, the guys on NRL 360 decided to crowbar themselves out of the coffin and let me know. Walsh had argued that the expletive-laden word spew spray was actually directed towards a Broncos teammate, mm. not the referee. But the defence went south when the jury realised there are no Bronco teammates with the name Ref or <laughs> No, I was spraying my teammate. I call him Ref all the time. Sure. Oh, <laughs> that is brilliant. Oh, I love it. I love him even more. I love him even more. Oh, He's just so the man. Good. You can hear the players saying, shut up, Reese." Yeah, 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 totally. Stop. Nah, I swears. I swears, mate. I swears. I swears, mate. I swears. <laughs> I didn't fucking swear. Oh, no. Origin teams were announced. AJ Brimson gets the fullback nod for the good guys as the Raiders' blood-nut butterbean hornbag Horsbra will make his debut in a bid to mm. oh, secure like the him. maroon wash. Oh, yeah. And New South Wales dud coach oh. Freddie Barefoot Fittler wields the axe a little too late. <laughs> In a blow to Queensland fans, Jerome Always Sideways yeah. Luai can now focus on his burgeoning oh. rap career. And Bradman Best <laughs> has bolted his way into the centres, which does make a change from playing a hooker in that position. Makes no sense. Absolutely no <laughs> sense what they're doing. They are. Hey, save a it. Mess. Save it for the professionals on 360. <laughs> Easy. Save it for Buzz. You're more Home Alone brother Buzz than <laughs> NRL 360 Buzz. I'm really enjoying Luai being dropped. That is one of the great moments. It's probably my favourite moment of this Origin series. Wow. That he's gone. He would have thought he would never be dropped from that team. The arrogance of that man. Hey, chill out. He's got to work tomorrow. <laughs> Up in. Up Absolute in. drip. Walsh's 
Elocution Lessons. How's it going, kid? Come down to Reese fucking Walsh's Elocution Lessons. Am I fucking pronouncing that fucker right? Ah, uh, who gives a fuck, cunt? At Reese Walsh's Elocution Lessons, you'll learn how to talk to any referee. Oi, cunt! What the fuck's with that fucking penalty, you fucking cunt? What's the fucking deal, cunt? You'll learn how to tell a tribunal you were only talking to your teammates. Why am I fucking supposed to fucking know he's not fucking called cunt? I don't know his fucking name isn't fucking ref. The fucking ref should have known I was fucking swearing at me fucking teammate, you fucking cunt. Down at Reese Lightning's elocution lessons. You fucking neck up too, you fucking fairy parrot. Fucking elocution lessons and that. There's no fucking way you're fucking making the fucking maroon fucking squad, you fucking cunt. So if your ears need bleeding, come on down to Reese fucking Walsh's fucking elocution lessons for all your... I'll fucking take it from here, you fucking cunt. For all your elocution lessons. And for any of you cunts out there who know Morse code, fuck 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 I just called you a cunt. If I'm being totally honest, I have no idea what service he's providing. I'll fucking neck up you cunt. It's not fucking about you, is it, cunt? Oh, there's no way he sounds like this, but fuck it, run with it, cunt. To AFL and last season's finalists couldn't be separated on the SCG scoreboard, both taking home a couple of points from the draw. Uh, these outfits were left feeling like they were dancing with their sister. Oh, brother! <laughs> oh, brother! Jesus, close one. On Saturday, to the disappointment and dismay of absolutely no neutral, Koshy's Port Power snatched victory from the jaws of defeat <laughs> at the G over the highly offensive Bombers. Oh. Koshy's Power Bars player Dan, we do not have a problem, Houston, lived out every little girl's dream. Oh, boys! Oh, boys! Oh Getting God. so close. Oh. oh, my God. I'm nearly cancelled myself Jesus twice. Yes, the, uh, the Texan Monarchid Power Bar roosted a 55-yard goal after the siren to defeat <laughs> the highly offensive Bombers. Texas Monobrow. <laughs> Don't you worry your pretty little head about it. That is 12 on the trot for Koshy's crew. Yeah, it was a fair kick. Hey, what did you make... Last week, we didn't talk about the calls for Essendon to remove the bomber plane. Woke poke, woke poke, woke poke. It's coming, woke poke, woke poke, woke poke. Woke poke, woke poke. Woke fucking poke, Reese Walsh. And thought, yeah, I love my community and that, so I'm woke as fuck. Woke poke. Who is the plane offending? Is this like 9-11 survivors don't want to go for Essendon? What is Listen, happening? I'm reversing it on you. I'm all for it. Even while we're at it, oh. get rid of the whole club. Get rid of the whole <laughs> club. No, seriously, seriously. Where does... Fly a plane into Windy Hill. <laughs> There's an airport in Essendon. Just turn it left, hard left. 
Yeah, bang. Straight into it. Now, listen. Listen to me. All jokes aside, where does this shit end, mate? Where does this shit end with the cancellations and the... I think... You know what it is, right? Right. So, my theory is these things come in waves of certain degrees. We have dropped the ball on climate and things that are actually going to kill people. So, we focus on the things that we can potentially change that may or may not mean anything. My big grievance is this is often people who get offended on behalf of someone else. It's some it's rich the person. person who's not actually... It's like, that's actually really offensive. My theory, Mun's little posit, mm. in, in the last 10 years, a lot of it for the betterment of society has been about gender diversity and being able to, to be whoever you want to be, basically, to say, oh, I'm a man, yeah. I'm a woman, I'm yeah. a he, I'm a, I'm a they, yeah. whatever. That's been all the rage. I reckon the next big outrage of the next generation or the next 30 mm. years' time... What you got? Hit me. How we treat our elderly. <laughs> We treat anyone over the age of 70 in this country like yeah. absolute shit. We put them in retirement villages where they die and nothing goes on about it. We yeah. don't get up for them on the train. We treat old people like shit in this country and they deserve to get more respect. But they're too old to protest. Instead, we've got 20-year-olds going, get the plane off that shirt. It hurts me eyes. You're offended for someone else. Get over yourself. In 30 or 40 years, when these people are 50 to 70, they're going to be like, hey, you know what? All that bullshit we did 50 years ago kind of worked. We're getting treated like shit. Old people aren't treated well. And they'll be right. Until then, we have to put up with things like this. You've just got to shoulder arms to it, haven't you? Just remind, Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I pen there. But it just reminds me of an old person at my nan's old people's home. Mm. There was a, he was a knick knocker. He'd go around all the rooms, knick knocking all night. One of the old boys. <laughs> like knock on the door and run. Yeah, he's known as the fun, like the. <laughs> They'd open it like four minutes later when they finally got there, and he's a meter away on a Zimmer frame. Ah, <laughs> you got me! You got me! Oh, knick and run. Knocking. Yeah. Wow. One of the great moves. Lighting dog turds out the front of their door. <laughs> Switching up their meds. <laughs> Pizza delivery, pizza delivery for Mrs. Flannery. Telling them who did it at the start of Matlock. Oh, what a jokester. <laughs> Hang on, where are all my pills to keep me alive? Gotcha. <laughs> I swallowed them. Gotcha. I swallowed them. <laughs> Can't spell dialysis without die. Enjoy. He's a prankster. He's actually 25 years old. Works there. <laughs> Could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps put me to sleep. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I agree with everything you're saying about... What are we talking about? Yeah, woke. Woke people. (laughs) But where does it end in the AFL with the team's names? I mean, Fremantle Mm. Dockers, Painters and Dockers. I mean, we're going to cancel them? I thought you meant Dockers like putting two penises together. (laughs) Like a bit of the old opposite honey butt. Honey butt touch. Yeah. That's when you divorce. You yeah. got you got to be a Fremantle docker. <laughs> well, you got to fly to Fremantle. You got to fly to Fremantle. <laughs> go look. It's not working, is it? No. Do you want to touch penises? Yep. All right. It's good while it lasted. Easiest conversation ever. It's so agreeable. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah let's do it. Yeah. Fair enough. I tell you what. You you wouldn't want to go the the physical dock and then get the seven year itch. That'd be some scary yeah. stuff. Oh, that would. Yeah. There's some terrible. dodgy names. <laughs> Brisbane Lions. Start telling the truth, guys. Exactly. Lo- what about Gold Coast Suns, Sonny? Sons have killed people. They kill people. Oh, what about the daughters? What about the Gold Coast daughters? Oh, you mean melanoma? Yeah, I meant, I meant melanoma. 
Wrong sons. Listen, there's one more. Oh, I'm sure there's heaps. And it's the worst of all of them. There's worst of Not all the of demons. them. Not the demons. Not the demons. Demons. Oh. Melbourne demons. We've got to get rid of them. We've got to get rid of them. Can we change the pies to just a vegan variety at the moment? Because at the moment, everyone assimilates it with... And the power bars, the port bars. Like, I don't want prison bars, guys. Like, let's not do that. Collingwood pasties. Uh, and St Kilda, guys, I'm not really into religion. So if you wouldn't mind. Um, exactly. And my, my niece actually got bitten by a bulldog. So if you could stop that, that'd be great. And I'm pretty sick of everyone going to the early crow, so that's not good either, okay? And you know what? We've only got one life, not nine, so Geelong, can you stop being cats? And Giants, uh, I don't like being referred to as a little person. And stop swanning about, Sydney, and you're giving me the blues, Carlton. And I'm starting to run out of teams. But you know what? People keep giving me pamphlets in the letterbox, and I'm like, oh my god, stop it, hawkers, you're killing me. Is that all? Oh, I forgot North. No biggie. I think we clear. <laughs> and will someone please get rid of Richmond? Because someone's got to think of Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> and West Coast okay. and North, you get off this season. <laughs> I think that was every team. That was interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, your rebuttal. We have no response. That was perfect. Polo boy still Polo remains. Polo boy is still tied, isn't he? Oregon, where's Dildo? Where is he? Yeah, I know. Dildo's still in the top drawer underneath <laughs> a little hand towel. You're hiding from no one. Ah, oh, it's me phone. Me phone's vibrating. Sure it is, Dal. Pretty happy to see that phone. To boxing. <laughs> Timmy, don't call me Kostya Shitsu Zitsu's world title fight. Zitsu Against Jermel, the germ Charlo is off, mace. The germ on the squirm and packing on the pounds. He's moving up two weight divisions in a bid to take on Canelo Alvarez. Shitsu Zitsu found out this bad news and... This is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> no one would have. You just came out of a coma. You came out of a coma. You'd have no idea what's going on. What has happened? You'd be. Know what they'd be saying? What has happened to boxing? What has happened to boxing? <laughs> Turned into RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race or something. Yeah. So the germs going up up a few divisions. So Shitsu Zitsu, he found out he wasn't invited to the cool kids party on social media, Twitter. Bit harsh. Well, I didn't know his name. He wanted his name, yeah. didn't he? Mm, at Zitsu. <laughs> Tell you what, a bit of Chinese whispers on the playground sort of stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah, big time, big time. But fuck the germ. Yeah, stuff the germ. So, yeah, just had another bit of a work poke. And thought, yeah, I love my community and that's on woke as fuck. Work poke. Is Chinese whispers okay? Has that been cancelled yet? Why hasn't that been cancelled? Exactly. What are they? Did did that start? Did whispers start in China? What about German shepherds? Wow. You know, they never end. Chinese burns. They just burns in Beijing. But (laughs) it's called telephone in the states, isn't it? That game you you play as a kid. Is it really? And then it's Chinese whispers here. So actually, may well be rooted in a lot of racism. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can have that one. That's one all. That's one all, Thunberg. Okay, Shih Tzu Zitsu will be elevated to world champ status. Now the title's vacant, but that's not what he was after. He wanted to chin the germ. And Mace, last Saturday night, saw the crew at Mint Sports and myself go to Behind the Barriers, 
where we saw the likes of friend of the pod, Lenny Russo, and Travis Varco get into the squared circle. How was it, mate? For a great cause. Yeah, it was cool. So basically, they were were raising awareness for mental health in and around the racing industry. Mate, all fights were awesome for the first 30 seconds, and then you realise that boxing is the toughest of all sports, and they're just gassed. Impossible. It is. Impossible. The amount of work. Yeah, it's everything. It's every type of Every single sport. thing. Aerobic, physical strength. strength. I mean... Durability, cardio, it's everything. You've got to have all that and then someone's whacking you in the face. You know it's a tough sport when other sports use it for hardcore training. It's like, oh, we'll do some boxing yes, to really get prepared. Absolutely. It's like, oh, okay. Terrifying sport. You got knocked the fuck out, man! It was held... Have you ever been to the Palladium in North Melbourne? Oh, I have not. How was that venue? Very good. Uh... Shout out Palladium, thanks for having us. However, pretty like faux high class strip club joint sort of vibes. Oh, they pulled a couple of cars in there. Oh. Chandeliers, pretty Ka- gaudy. They have a bit really of car jitsu, bit of car jitsu on the side. Interesting. Bit, bit of, of car jitsu action. <laughs> it just had the sense that some dodgy things have happened there. You know, yeah, dogs okay. in the walls. Yeah, dogs in the walls kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Big okay. time. Interesting. Big time. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Geez, the boxing was good. You're looking around thinking, hey, this place has got some... <laughs> oh, well, I was filming stuff and I'm like, can we make the light less like a crime scene? Less gangster. <laughs> can we get rid of the black light? Because the glow when we turn that on is disturbing. <laughs> anyway, it was a good night for charity and I did appreciate their hospitality. <laughs> Love it. Still with boxing and Jeff's yeah. school teacher Horn Hornbag puts his mental health first and retires from the sport of the sweet science. Hornbag has taken the brave and wise decision to prioritise health over wealth. He's told journos that lately he's been becoming forgetful. Upon hearing that, the journo replied, Jeff, you literally just told me that minutes ago, mate. (laughs) Hornbag, now focusing his time on the, so stupid, on the noble cause of bullyproof, which aims to help prevent bullying in schools. So good luck, Hornbag. Good on you, Jeffy. Good on you, mate. One of the great moments, him against Pacquiao. Man, that fight was awesome. Absolute moment. It's so incredible. Incredible. I watched that up at the Moreland Hotel. Stop it. And I was looking through the window because it was packed. I went, I might stick my head in and see a couple of rounds of this. And I had just bought a long neck on the way home. And I put the long neck at the foot of the door outside. Mm, mm. Walked in. Mm. Turned around and this guy tapped me on the shoulder. And I thought, oh, shit, I've stood in front of him for the fight. And I go, sorry, mate. He goes, nah, letting you know. Someone's nicked your longie. <laughs> Four seconds I was in there. Four, Four seconds. seconds. <laughs> well, you know what? They can have it. This is a good stink. I like Don't it. Don't bully me. <laughs> to baseball. Oh, what a night. Some big baseball news this week. Give us baseball at its best. Sunday Night Baseball, Sundays at 7, all season long on ESPN. New York Yankee Domingo Herman throws the perfect game, Mace. Sorry? A single What's Oakland his name? Athletics hitter. Domingo German. Domingo Herman. Yeah, not, the G is uh, an what? H. Not to woke poker, but yeah. What an opera singer fucked a Nazi. Herman. That's what I thought. I believe that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Domingo the other guy in the, the tenors? It's Pavarotti. No, Pavarotti, Domingo, then the other guy. Pavarotti, Zanetti, um, Ambrosini. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just listing salamis now. <laughs> Capriccioza. 
I don't know why people are so sensitive about mild racism. You know the three tenors? Yeah, Pavarotti, uh, Domingo, and the, the other guy. The other guy. I'm a huge Pavarotti fan, to be honest with you. He just inspires me. Inspires or perspires? Mate, it's all we had in the house as kids. <laughs> what? Yeah, my old man's Portuguese, <laughs> and we just had non-stop tenor. That is terrifying. All day. Mate, all day, all every day. day. He once... <laughs> Known for not really being a uh, finger on the pulse when it came to buying his beloved ex-wife any sort of present, he once got her uh, an abdominal crunch and a 10-pack of <laughs> his favourite Tenors CDs. And the Tenors CDs had not only already been opened, we'd been listening to them on a loop for about, ooh, safe to say four months. Oh, these are yours. This is the man who used to give books to her that he'd been reading in bed with dog ears on them. Here you go. Oh it's good. Oh, my God. Okay, I know. You've been reading it the whole time. <laughs> oh, sorry to bring up all that old history. <laughs> mate, the well is bottomless. So a perfect game, Mace. Yeah. Means that no... Yeah, I need to know this. Oakland Athletics hitter made it to yeah. first base. I feel your pain, guys. That's a perfect game. Okay. So basically, no one even got to first base. So I'm going to take it to the pitching mound. That is just the 24th time in baseball history that the feat has been achieved. So in context, crunching some numbers I did, that's yeah. 240,000 games played all time, meaning yeah. approximately, double that, 480,000 chances for a perfect game, and this was the 24th. So pretty good effort. That's incredible. Fair stat there, man. I like it. Thanks, mate. No big deal. Pretty busy these days. <laughs> can you believe it's a five-buck buffet? That was my week. Interesting name, <laughs> athletics, for Oakland, but we can get into yeah. that another time if you want. It's mm. just a sport, isn't it? Athletics. Yeah, that's a great musing. Athletics. Shouldn't they be the Oakland athletes? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. That's fantastic. That is really good. We're the Oakland ball sports. Like, what are you talking about? It's <laughs> a pretty generic umbrella term. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Still with baseball yeah. and two-way phenom Shohei Otani oh, yeah. struck out. 10 batters and slammed not one but two booming home runs. Hang on. So he's a he's a pitcher. He goes both ways. What? That's unheard of. You got the stat on that one, fucking Rain Man? Yeah, I do, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go back to the pitching mound. That was the first time Damn it. in 60 Damn years it. the feat has been achieved. Nah, nah. Otani never crashed. First time in 60 years the feat has been achieved. He became just the sixth player to achieve it since 1893, which was a hell of a year because I believe it is when the world's longest boxing bout took Oh, place. my God. That's incredible. Sorry, I'm, I've, I've got to apologize. Any more brain busters? <laughs> Any more brain busters? <laughs> and, mate, this week we're not just giving shit to the ad nauseum ESPN commercials. Give us baseball at its best. We are actually talking more baseball, and the Maybe Daily has a new favorite, the genius oh, yeah. Stephen Shark, <laughs> the college player giving an interview for the ages. The best. 
the best. Stephen, it's live TV, and do you know you're having an interview? He sounded as high as a Georgia Pine. He's in a confession booth. What is he doing? Give me some of it. He's high as, he's Doc Ellis levels. I heard a fan offer free Dippin' Dots if I blew it, which the price of Dippin' Dots with inflation is just unreal. So for a brief moment, I was like, damn, Dippin' Dots sound good. But also I thought in the back of my head, we win today, we win tomorrow, or tonight. We're going to be here another day. That's more per diem. So that means I can buy my own Dippin' Dots and be a winner. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to attack. I think three words every time I'm out there. The first one's a swear word, starts with F. Um, second word's attack. Third one's win. And I just repeat that to myself. Unless, you know, there's a breach in the system and I walk a guy and I got to tell myself I'm a few different things that isn't a winner. Does anything make you nervous? Caves. <laughs> Mainly. Um, nothing really. I mean, I don't see any caves out here. I know we're in the south. If it's not the desert, that's where I find most caves are probably at. I don't really get too caught up in all the jibber-jabber and all the mean things people might say to me because it's just, you know, I think I'm a cool guy. My dogs think I'm awesome. My teammates <laughs> like me. And my friends like me. So I'm going to attack. I'm going to win. <laughs> Simple. Here's one last one for you. Yeah, no problem. You've heard this before. Yeah. When people say Kenny Powers, what do you think? I think, damn, I'm doing a good job. Because, <laughs> like I said, the dude, the dude took 86 to the big leagues after being out of the big leagues. You kidding me? You kidding me? He took that and turned it into a winner? So people are like, oh, Tony Powers. I'm like, I mean, I might throw a little differently, a little, a little firmer than he did after, you know, he started boozing and doing drugs. But, I mean, that probably won't be a big part of my life as it was his. But, hey. It's Kenny P. He's a winner. End of the day. First word is a swear word. Second one is attack. Next one's win. And you sort of gloss over it because he's talking about caves and all sorts. I'm like, so oh. your motto is fuck attack win. Like, that's pretty intense, dude. Yeah. He is the, a mixture between Kenny Powers and a lobotomy. It's like he's right on the edge of not having any idea. I go the other way. I think he's got double powers. Double the brain. Double Double brain. He talked about Kenny Powers like he was a real baseballer. He's like, oh, I'd be <laughs> proud too. to be called that. He took him to the majors. <laughs> no, no. Fictitious character that was overly inflated for our amusement. <laughs> Not a real person, shocker. One of the great interviews, and he's one of those people that is just funny. Yeah. He doesn't even know. He has no, zero idea. Caves. That how funny he is. Caves. I th it, what's your fear? He doesn't even set it up. He's just like, nah. says the word cave. Caves. Unbelievable. And I agree. Caves are scary. Yeah. They're really scary. <laughs> Thankfully, fairly easy to avoid. Of all the fears to have, wouldn't mind caves. Mate, I can't I can't leave the house. I'm petrified of caves. When you get to stumble into one, pretty easy to avoid. You stumble into Thailand on a boat. Racial. Come on, mate. And the Tampa Bay Rays lead the American League and the Atlanta Braves lead the National League with 57 wins from their 87 games. Just 97 games to go until playoffs. Give us baseball at its best. Sunday night baseball. Sundays at 7, all season long on ESPN. Mummy, Daddy said he'd come home and play MLB 223 with me. 
Why isn't he not here? Daddy said he was just going to a cave. <laughs> Why is he not returned? Uh, caves are scary, baby. Let me give you some stats on some caves. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. All season long on ESPN. To tennis now, Wimbledon has begun. Nick ain't there, so we're relying on the demon. Oh, oh. we got to change that nickname. Woke demon. Poke, the Aussie hey, success. easy. Casper oh. Dude looking to grab some silverware. He remains fourth in the world. He's been fourth for a long time. Yeah, he's not changing. He is not moving. <laughs> the All Inbred Club have finally relaxed their dress code, allowing, wait for it, Mace, female players to wear coloured undies, provided they are shorter than their white skirts. Oh, thanks, guys. Good to well, see. It's actually, uh, I mean, it's still incredibly antiquated, but it's a good move because this came after years of women unnecessarily suffering the added anxiety of having to perform at their best in front of millions of people whilst menstruating, wearing white jocks. Yeah. You probably don't want it in, your, in the back of your mind as you're uh, coming to the net or going for an overhead <laughs> smash with super slow-mos covering your every move. Yeah, absolutely. So pretty modern views from SW19. Bloody hell. Next, I'll be giving them the vote. <laughs> Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Hey, chicks. Don't worry for her, huh? It's just shit that we don't even think about. Like, who'd be a chick? Who would be a chick? They get a raw deal, man. Oh, who would? Absolute raw deal. Absolute raw deal, women. Women get the worst, worst deal. They have to, like, they... Put up with your shit, for starters. Put up with... <laughs> no, but, like... Mel's sitting, sitting right here, just gave me the look, yep. just turn slowly. Well, turn. maybe you can ask her, because I just don't... Should I get her on the pod? Well, I don't know if she'd want to be involved in that, but, like, if she's up for it, I wouldn't mind oh, asking you know. her something. No, she doesn't. She doesn't want a bar of it? Fair enough. No, she's she does, smart. She, does. she doesn't want to get cancelled. She's she smart. Does. How are you, Mel? How are you, Prag? You just pulled me away from sniffing popularity. <laughs> well, you pulled me away from sniffing glue, so we'll call it even. Mate, we're just talking about how obviously women have it a lot harder than blokes, but I just, I, I love how women literally harbour a human being inside them for the better part of a year, squeeze it agonisingly out, nurse them through infancy, and as soon as a kid's born, the blokes just bust out the whiskey and the cigars and say, right, I'll be home in a week, Dal. How are you guys not discussing this trauma all the time? With each other. Is there an unwritten code? <laughs> no, we do. That's that's what mother's group is, mate. Oh, okay. Payout on men. Yeah, 100%. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. See, you do get some benefits, I guess. You get to go to a group of like-minded people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Government funded too, so that's 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 nice. <laughs> yeah. The few, the few things we get. See, those rich old white blokes yeah. are doing something for you. Yeah. Because it's like blokes still bang on about... You know, down at the pub, winning the under-19s footy flag with a dislocated thumb and talking how tough they are. It's like, oh, yeah. I saw a human wrenched out of another human and two holes became one. <laughs> you're not impressing me. Is there an unwritten, like, mum strength code that you're not allowed to talk about this so you don't put off other prospective mums? You're just stronger than us, aren't you? Oh, we, we are definitely, definitely stronger. But no, we, we uh, have an open dialogue of things like, you know, you someone, just keep it with other if mums. someone's uh, cervix is dropped out in the middle of the shower, <laughs> we'll discuss it. Sorry, your, your service just cut out there and I'm hoping I didn't hear what I thought you heard. No, you did. You did. It happens. Wow. It happened to a friend of a really? friend. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's Mace, that like? Mel, you know what I've just realised? 
Oh my God, it makes so much sense. Two things. One, you're not protecting other mums or prospective mums. You're protecting blokes. I heard one sentence and nearly threw up. And we're not strong enough to handle the news. Two, I've just realised the term keeping mum. That's where it comes from. When you want to keep a secret, you can only tell other mums. They're the only ones oh, tough enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no it's, chance. The musing is solved, my friend. Yeah, it's ah. uh, it's also the the empathy you get from other women. Well, well, if you discuss it with your your male counterpart, you'll get like the disgusted That's uh, reaction. Right. Blokes look at you, nod, and think, yeah. "When can I get out of this conversation?" And are there any saladas left in the cupboard? Yeah, the the glazed <laughs> eyes is always a really uh, big deterrent. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you don't know what we go through, Mel. We don't know what we go through with all your hormones and that. Like, one night you got shitty at me because I came home and was noisy at four in the morning and, like, all you had was, like, a human in your gut. But yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Thanks, Mel. Thanks. We won't keep you any longer, but thanks for that. Hey, our first uh, female oh, guest on first, the pod. yeah. <laughs> I think you've just doubled our female uh, listenership as well. Thanks, Dal. I'll make dinner tonight. <laughs> you just... Okay, for everyone listening... Thank you, Mel. For everyone listening at home... Just before we started recording, May said, I've got to eat something. And I said, what are you eating there, mate? He goes, bread and butter. <laughs> so maybe don't accept dinner, it's Mel. Exciting what's going to happen. Yeah. What, what's that, Mel? Seriously, pot <laughs> She just turns to me again and goes, seriously, pot puree. That's where we don't... Mate, you just like... fucking nod and smile. Your job is to be That's a slave it. for the next six months, all right? The Twin Towers are about to come out and you're going to be covered in dust. I like it. Hey, I cannot believe we just discovered where the term keep mum comes from. All right. To keep, keep mum. mum. That music's done. Tick. Tick, tick, tick. To netball. Oh, God. Had enough of chicks. To netball and 19-year-old rookie Sophie Fawns, New South Wales Swifts take on the Adelaide Thunderbirds in a revenge match in this week's Granny in Melbourne, Mace. These neutral venues are becoming all the rage, aren't they? People have died of fevers. Why are they allowed to be called fever? It's just (laughs) not on, Sonny. It's just not on. Do you know how bad the road toll is and you're telling people to go swift? Come on. Don't get me started on Thunderbirds. They used to scare the shit out of me oh, as a kid. Oh, terrifying. We're getting woke poked out the wazoo here. <laughs> it was a hell of a finish against the West Coast Fever with three seconds remaining. Sophie yep. Fawns, the rookie. They had to hold the ball for like a minute. They just pinged it around knowing they needed the oh. last shot because the Fever could potentially go down and score a super shot to win it. So wow. that's worth two points. So it was actually a really awesome finish. I can't yet find anyone who wants to go to the netball final with me this Saturday in Melbourne, but... <laughs> Hey, if you're out there, I am yeah, so lonely. <laughs> Saddest thing you've ever said. Saddest thing you've ever said. I can't find sad- anything sadder than what you just said. Is there anything more lonely than going, oh, no one will go to the netball final with me? <laughs> Unless you're a 14-year-old girl, that is a sad statement. I'm a 40-year-old man. Oh, no one wants to go to the nipple no with me. No one to the nipple with me. Grow up! You said if you're out there. That's <laughs> even sad. <laughs> Put out the call. If you're out there. Uh, if anyone out... I didn't even name them. You don't have to be Hang mates your bibs me. out. Hang your bibs out for Sonny. Yeah, bibs out for Hang Mun. Your... But they're actually baby bibs that you drool on with wing defence on them. What a drip. Oh, fantastic. I'll be at the front of John Kane Arena. I'll be the bloke crying alone. Yeah, we know, mate. We know. I'll be the guy with the inflatable Bundy can. 
in a Brisbane Lions top. I mean, what a loser. What a loser. You don't have to tell me, mate. There are mirrors in my house. <laughs> oh, what a loser. Le him, the her. I'm wrong. A bit of round ring. Pour it on me. To basketball. And a depleted Opal side have had to settle for bronze against New Zealand after losing to Japan in their Asian Cup semi. Who? Despite not having the... Who did we lose to? Yeah, we lost to Japan. We didn't have any of our WNBA stars in the squad, so... Not yeah, a bit, good uh, enough. Yeah, a bit disappointing. Japan. A bit disappointing. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just not on. We don't lose to Japan. It does mean, though, the Opals have now qualified for Paris, so that is a little silver lining in oh, the silver firm loss. Oh, yes. Road to Paris. Some Aussies are on the move in the NBA, mate. Dante's peak. Dante Exum will join Josh Green at the Mavs. Like it. Josh Landau will be about 40-odd million better. How good's that? He's going to touch down in Houston with no problem. And Paddy Mills is teaming up with assist king Josh Giddy. So hopefully Paddy and the ass man can get some chemistry. Oh, I love glory. that. Oh, yeah. Road to Paris is on. A lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cohesion. I like Paddy and the Giddy man together. Love it, love it's fantastic. it. fantastic, yeah. We've spoken about this before where it's like, I just want an all-Australian team in the NBA. A boomers. Oh, my God. I don't care if we come dead last. Get them playing. Don't do that to the boomers, mate. A boomer? Don't call b- people boomers. Okay, boomer. <laughs> it's not a slant in my book. I'd be proud of it. That's right. Our pen. Once again, throw it out there. Anyone who wants to come to the netball, anyone at all. <laughs> to rugby. <laughs> Not the best news this week. The Gillaroos were trounced by New Zealand 50 blot. That is yeah. 24 consecutive victories for the Black Ferns over our women. Yeah. We need to break that spell in order for the next generation of young girls to succeed. Oh, oh boys. boys. Oh, Jeez, you're boys. getting close. Oh, we're on a razor's edge. Jeez, razor's you're getting edge. close. Sorry, Greta. Oh. Sorry, my bad. Stuff your sorries in a sack, mister. Would you please stop saying that? Sorry. To football. And Aaron, the architect, Moy, retires. The architect has put his pencil down for the one last time. He is a classic example of a gun in the championship. Gun. And not quite there at EPL level. But I loved him. Little question about old Aaron Moy. What a fantastic Mm. career the man has had. Has he been Mm. bald his whole life? Has he got any hair on him? It's just, is he permanently bald? It's not halopecia, but it's got to be close. It's got to be close. He is a dolphin. He is, <laughs> has the skin of a dolphin. Beautiful, glistening, it's shiny. I mean, the condition... Like the, dolphins, he has sex for pleasure. <laughs> he feels dolphin He was a hell of a servant. Hell of a servant for Australian football. Hell of a servant. 57 caps for the Socceroos. Slow-mo Moi. Always had time on the ball. Very... It just... The composure mm. is what we always need. Centre circle merchant, wasn't he? Loved him. He was a merchant there. Loved it. That's it. But we're burying the lead on football here, mate. The mm. Matilda squad has been announced and we're a fortnight away. Oh, this fortnight. Oh, my God. Where is the coverage? Where, Where is, is the fizz? Where's the fizz? What's going on here? We've got Tony the Swede at the helm. We've got everyone there. The whole team's there. Fowler. They're all there. 
Fallica. Gory. People should be painting their houses green and gold. What is happening here? People should be out sponsoring physical Matildas or shooting them. I don't know. Just getting the awareness out there. <laughs> Mate, it is. it needs a separate... We need a good separate pod. We're, we have to do a special on just... 100%. Set up, yep, set I'm there. Up for it. I'm there. I'm doing a lot of yep. homework, and I've watched. I've watched a lot of YouTube, a lot of YouTube, and I'm ready to go through this team Good. and know a lot about the girls. Good. So Steph Catley is going to be Sam Kerr, God God Kerr's deputy. But the big feel good story was Kaya Simon returning mm. after a nine month ACL injury. Unbelievable. Back to the big stage where she belongs. She belongs so there. it'll be the Stalwarts' third World Cup. She's looking to make a difference off the bench. When we kick off against Ireland on July 20 in front of over 80,000 home fans. So good luck, girls. She'll be fine. I'm, I'm invested in Tony the Swede. Fair character. We'll, yeah. we'll really delve into him. We'll delve into him and we'll delve into the, the flack that he copped. we got seven people making their World Cup debut, seven players. And he played 18 in the run-in and everyone was saying, what's he doing? He doesn't know what team he wants. We now have coverage in every position, exactly. which is something we didn't have. If you remember the last time around in 2019, when Polkinghorn sure. did her hammy, we had to rejig the whole squad yep. because we'd been playing our best 11 for four years. This bloke has created depth, and I like it. But Love anyway, we will save that Tony for a separate sweet. pod. On your tone. On your tone. On your tone. Don't want to keep Tony waiting. Hey, you got a problem with Tony? Hunky. Tony. Hey. Okay. Tony. Yeah. Hey. Right. Okay. Hey, Tony. To F1 now. Snore. And copy and paste the results of any Grand Prix you like. Because oh. this week in the Austrian F1, it has been play. Run and won by, <laughs> hold all guesses, the world's worst trivia tiebreaker here. Max, no mates for Stappen. Snore! Oh no! Verstappen has won again! Oh no! He's won again! It's so boring! And Aussie Oscar, <laughs> not Pistorius Piastri, stayed true to form. He finished in 16th position. He's no good. Piastri needs a lift! He's no good! Not good enough. Oh, my God. He sounds like a salami you wouldn't order in a buffet <laughs> for five bucks all you can eat. To lacrosse now. And our sharks... Lose the bronze playoff against Hodonashi, 11-6. That is the third world championships in a row that we've lost that rose gold game against the same opposition. The hoodoo wow. is real. How cool. Listen, I'm devastated we've lost the Sharks. Mm. Sharks have killed a lot of people, FYI. But this this team, <laughs> the, how do you pronounce it? The Hodonashi? Hodonashi. Hodonashi. Wow. I did a little bit of... um. Background work on this team. Have you taken it to the web stick? I've taken it to the to web... To the cage. That's what they call the goal, the cage. Taking it to the cage here. Yeah. With a It means... The term actually means those are the extended house house builders, right? I thought, mm. wow, this is intriguing. Have a listen to this. Yeah. It's a bit of a retro... It's a bit of a retro little mini retro. Hit me. Toilet break. I call it a zippy retro. Zip, zip. Oh, yeah. A little Fujitsu. Fujitsu. <laughs> Here it comes. Hope so. Lacrosse, lacrosse for Haudenosaunee people, the nation, was originally played as part of a spiritual endeavor meant to praise and give thanks to the Creator. A tradition still followed today by the Haudenosaunee Nationals. For example, before each game, the Haudenosaunee Nationals gather around their spiritual advisor who leads a traditional tobacco burning rite. 
imagine coming up against these blokes. So they have a spark up, do they? Yeah. They have a few darts. Well, they just, just have the a few durries. Yeah. They... <laughs> Aaron Finch in the race. Every Durries, in addition to the other rituals in an effort to prepare players before they take the field, the traditions attached to lacrosse extend to the wooden sticks, central oh. to the Iroki religion and culture. Specifically, Sonny, specifically, <laughs> I'll say that again, specifically, males are given a miniature wooden lacrosse stick at birth. What? Sleep with their stick nearby throughout their <laughs> life and even take one to the grave. How are they not winning? Against the <laughs> It is believed that the first thing that a Haudenosaunee does after reaching the afterlife is grab the stick placed in the coffin. Wow, you heard it is. Well, okay, okay. You would though, wouldn't you? It's like it's not through a sheer love of the sport. <laughs> if you if there's an afterlife, two things. I assume you yeah. don't rock up to the afterlife in your coffin. <laughs> Morning! <laughs> You've got to crowbar it open and get out. Okay, but let's say that does happen. Seems a little bit... Say the secret knock and I'll open it. Say the secret knock. Yeah. Well, it's a password, mate. Um, oh, that'll do. Like, what are you talking about? Secondly, the first thing they do is take the stick out of the coffin. Yeah, of course. It's the only thing you've had for company since you've been dead. It's probably uncomfortable. Maybe they use the stick to open it. To open it. That's the origin of the term lacrosse. They're so angry and pissed off. And it, like most things, is Latin French. or French, French. lacrosse. Oh, mate, we are detectives. We are word detectives. We should make jobs well, for us. Detectives are also known as dicks, so yeah. Listen, pet dick, how would you like me to make your life a living hell? Well, I'm not really ready for a relationship, Lois, but thank you for asking. The stick. The stick, specifically. Ah, still going. Shit. Just a little bit to the, just a little bit to ice it off. Yeah, take it to the cage. The stick. The importance given to these wooden lacrosse sticks uh. stem from the belief of these uh, gifts from Mother Earth, Sonny. Mother Earth. Okay. How are these? Well, sticks are. Got... Lacrosse sticks aren't. <laughs> let's let's face some facts here. Sticks from trees in the ground and shrubbery, but lacrosse. Mm. The Haudenosaunee believe that because a living organism, i.e. a tree, yeah. died to make the stick, its spirit has been transferred to the stick's owner. You staying with me here? Mm, you're starting to juice me. You're starting to juice. <laughs> it's getting juicy, isn't it? No, don't oh, play it. Wow. Don't play it. No. Oh, yeah, you've got, a, you've got two sentences to save it because I'm glazing over, man. Get Mel back on. Therefore, the Haudenishi uh, play humbly in an attempt to honour the tree's sacrifice. Play the song. I'm fucking juicing hard, man. <laughs> Jules sells balls, baby. <laughs> Let's go. J-U-I-C-E is the place to be.
motherfucker J-U-I-C-E So far L-L-S This story sucks J-U-I-C-E Sucker boy It's the place to be You are right though How are these blokes losing? I know Their belief system Born for it Died for it Just didn't live for it Reeks of it Come on guys I like it it's though. It's like living in Adelaide. Great for the start, good for retirement. It's that pesky life stuff in the middle. <laughs> hey, look at this place. Oh, it looks more like a country club than a nursing home. Nice grass, nice people. Now you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. The Australian semi-final nemesis though, Team USA took out gold. They snatched a 10-7 victory over their friendly neighbours to the North Canada. And Seppo Stickman, not born in the coffin with it, Brennan, not Brendan O'Neill, said, quote... <laughs> I feel good. There's nothing else I'd rather be doing right now than winning gold with my boys. There's no words to describe it, and I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. All right, Brennan. What's happened to Brennan? Has he been in a car accident seven times? No, he was just born without a D in his name. Brennan, such a seppo name. That is so seppo, isn't it? And he th- they've double-ended. Oh, double-ended. They've taken that D away and double- done the double-end. Yeah, give him another N. But by the way, how's his quote? I'm tipping most athletes would want to be winning gold more than anything. And most would prefer to do it for their nation of birth, Brennan. No great insights there from No D. Talk to the Haudenosaunee people. They might, you might learn something. That's right. You might get bored as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll juice you to death. <laughs> Also, just while we're there, yeah. I'm pretty sick of the nonsensical rhetoric of stating you have no words. You know, it doesn't really carry much weight when you're about five sentences deep into a quote. But anyway, <laughs> that is good true. luck, Brennan. <laughs> I have no words. Cue a thousand words. <laughs> yeah, I have no words to describe the following. Oh, shut up, Brennan. Brennan was 17 and Derek was 14. And Brennan decided to enter a talent show. But Derek got his football buddies to replace the choir and sing, Brennan has a mangina. Brennan has a mangina. Brennan has a mangina. Finally, the audience and even some of the nastier parents started singing, Brennan has a mangina. And I have to admit, for a little while, I sort of joined in as well. To cycling now, and Le Tour, I believe, originating in France, has begun (laughs) in amongst the the riots of Paris. Riots in Paris! I love it. I love it. Love the tour. I do love it. It's a great crowd watch. Isn't it? Mad bastards running alongside them. Isn't it? Great sort of hypnotic viewing. Like in the background, There's when there's a break in the cricket, you've just got picturesque bosky landscapes and Beautiful. sweeping aerial shots of Beautiful. castles and dickheads on the road with Phil Liggett as your soundtrack. I love it. Didn't our dickhead mate Tim Ripper, friend of the pod, cheers, we used to drink re- every wine from every region while watching the tour. I remember that was a thing that he tried. No. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Friend of the pod, sort of, though. But I'll tell you what one thing. Tell you one thing about the tour. Mm. When these blokes fall, I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, they fall hard. But I have no sympathy for them. I just, it makes me laugh. <laughs> I have no sympathy for them. Back in the day, they didn't have helmets and stuff. God, I have no sympathy for a man in Lycra. That's true. I just cannot give them anything. They could be shot, murdered, raped. I don't care. Okay. I'm not. I'm gonna love. A little bit extreme, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> Poking the woke bear there. Hey, yeah, quick yeah, musing, yeah. really yeah. obvious one. Mm. It's a musing. It's a 
goddamn music from Sunny. What is it with these eggheads who want to wear lycra and go for a four-hour drive and then need a piping hot coffee at the end of it? One of the great questions. One of the great myths. Sitting around having latte. Get a Powerade and go back to bed. Doing. Doing. It's a goddamn music from Sunny. They hobble around in those Doing. clipped shoes. Oh, balance. Ba- balance. <laughs> Put your foot out, you drip. You're at the red light. Hey, how's Nossie? Friend of the pod, Nossie, oh, our mate, friend. used to listen to highlights of the tour, Phil Liggett's best highlights as he'd ride down Elgin Street in Melbourne, arms aloft in triumph like he's in Paris. I like that. Awesome. I like that. I, I had a good idea. This will be you good. You see all these Uber riders around town on their electrical bikes and Uber de France, where they're just constantly, <laughs> they do You've got to deliver course. food. You've got to deliver food, but they do the exact same course. Great. Exact same course, yellow jersey, green jersey. We've got all of it. Love it. Got to get to the top of the hill. Got to deliver it on time. And that's what they're doing. But maybe the jerseys are different foods. It's like the green jersey (laughs) for the vegos. (laughs) Maybe we do that. I had a similar sort of Uber idea the other day where they do everything now, Uber, right? Uber helicopters are coming out and stuff like that. What about a sex service through Uber? Uber flashlights, yeah. No, we could call it either Uber Eats Out. Sounds dirty, but yeah. Or uh, deliver route. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> but they still bring you food. They give you a lift home, drop off your burger and your potato gems, and and a bat suck. I've said this before. The best, the best we've got, the best weed smoker of all time. A pen. I don't prefer that term. I don't smoke. <laughs> I eat homemade edibles. <laughs> The only problem with the enjoyment of watching the lunatics at the cycling in the tour is that every year, every year, I think I see Maddie McCann. Is that her? Is that her? She'd be about 20 now. Is that her? Every year. Holding one of the posters in front of the bot. The yeah. Saying, I'm here. Mum. Oh. Just says Maddie with an arrow down to her head. Mum and dad didn't do it. I've been in the Alps. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> I'm only saying what everyone's thinking. Everyone's thinking it. I'm just saying it. To competitive eating now. <laughs> and at Coney Island, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championships has been weight gained and attained. Love it. With Aussie Mark, the funnel web, continuing this week's bronze theme. <laughs> the funnel scoffed down a gut-busting 47 hot dogs oh, that's good. in under 10 minutes. That's brilliant. At the annual July 4 event to take out third place. You'll like the funnel, Mace. The only thing he hates more than hot dogs is people dipping them in water. Oh, he's not a water dipper. Hates it. So he eats them fresh. He has to dip for the comp, but he's just like, nah, oh, it's ludicrous. Yeah, it is ludicrous. So, got a quote from the funnel. As an Aussie, I wasn't brought up eating hot dogs. But in the US, they're everywhere. Every gas station, every sporting event, they're just everywhere. So the American competitors are used to it. I'm not. I find them very mm, unpalatable. I find them vile. Oh, I like it, funnel. Doesn't like nags. So he's from the Sydney Hills, the funnel, and he reckons hoofing down a dozen or so hot dogs is the equivalent to a boxer being punched in the face. But wow. it's all, according to the web, part of the game. He says, quote, I love to compete. I love to eat food, but I do not love to dip hot dogs in water. It was foul. As soon as I got off stage, I had to eat two packets of Oreos to change the flavor lingering in my mouth. He found room for Oreos. Yeah, well, mate, it was an amazing competition because it was delayed by six hours because of thunderstorms, and that threw heaps of the preparations down the gob for most of the competitors. 
a hot dog eating contest was delayed from <laughs> a fucking thunderstorm. It's called a roof. Get inside and do the competition. Uh, I think I think <laughs> all the competitors were wearing rings and there was lightning. They were worried about some what strikes. What the hell is sure. that? That is ridiculous. But these guys time their run to power so eat stupid. at a certain time. So they're all knackered and lethargic by the time it came around. Especially our man Funnel. He had gastro all week and he prepared for the event the night before by going to Fitzroy Lions style and all you can eat buffet. Dangerous concept for a professional eater. He went to the all you can eat buffet where he gorged himself for three hours without taking a break. In an attempt to expand his stomach, because he was going to have a lot of wet bread in there the next day. Yeah, but how does he make? There, what is any poo out the? Yeah, he just drinks a lot of water and goes to the gym and sweats and shits it out, and then goes into the competition the next day. It keeps the stomach, Jesus. But the issue he reckons he had is that because of the gastro, he was struggling to breathe. But not as importantly as his breathing, he said he was struggling to burp. That's how you got to clear <laughs> this the gut. Is ridiculous. I was like, yeah, pretty sure breathing's <laughs> just as important. Funnel podcast is insane. Talking to me like so serious about burping. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like oh okay, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where keep mum comes from. If anyone's listening, honestly, if anyone is listening to this yeah. fucking show, please come to the netball with me. <laughs> I'm roaring, How's that though? That's his job, eating. Eating is his full-time job now. He travels across the globe competing. He's currently ranked number 10 in the world by Major League Eating. The old MLE, you don't want to cross them. (laughs) The MLE. They know their onions, literally. So at the end of this month, he's actually going to have a crack at beating his own record at Niji Sushi's Bar Annual Sushi Challenge in Hertzville. Hertzville, the only thing not really fitting in that sentence when it comes to sushi. Hertzville is right. That would kill his record is 102 pieces of sushi in under four minutes. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my okay, God. Now. The funnel also holds the record for the most glazed donuts consumed within eight <laughs> minutes at a whopping 59.5. So he only got halfway through that 60th. <laughs> he just says he wants to keep climbing his way up and improving the ranking. I want to put Australia on the competitive eating map. They've got their own map. That's amazing. <laughs> he said, I didn't know competitive eating was a thing, but it's like a secret society. It's not. It's, not. it's on the internet and we're already on the map. None of this it's makes sense, ESPN Funnel. ESPN 8, dude. <laughs> it's not that low key. Yeah, it's on the Ocho. It's on the 8 show. They ate T-E it. Did Kobayashi and Chestnut finish second and first or? Yeah, the, the hot dog eating comp. I don't know who came second, but the double dipper himself, Joey Jaws Chestnut, inhaled a whopping 62 of the vile hoagies. That's uh, more than one every 10 seconds, Mace. So he took it out. He'd be a dick, Chestnut. He just looks like an abs. Oh. He'd be one of the worst blokes to have a meal with. I know that much. <laughs> have you guys decided yet? Yeah, we've actually eaten 62. <laughs> it's been 10 minutes. Yeah, he's no good. He's no good when you leave him to his own devices. Can we get some more water for the table? To dip the hot dogs in. Maybe he's like a real slow eater in real life. Like he's like annoyingly slow. Like that should be a competition. Slow oh, I eating. Like that. Slow eating. You know what? I would win that for a foe. You know the like 
Asian bowl. I never finish one. I just am always like, you know what? I'm not full, but it's just too much work. It's hard work, isn't it? You're dissecting it. I'm so lazy. You don't know what to eat next. When do you eat the egg? When do you eat the egg, Sonny? When do you eat the egg? I don't know what to do. First, I don't know. I'd rather eat bloody sunflower seeds with some chopsticks. It's no good. Hey, how did inner city (laughs) burrata go? We won by five. It was a tough, tough game against... The Newtown Ballers. Oh. Newtown Ballers. And they we were up tw- very early. We were up 15. And then we got comfortable and they came back. Mm-hmm. And we just had to really switch on again. And we got up by five. So it was a great game. How did your FC Diggerbats go? We got a win. We had a much needed win, actually. We had about four losses on the trot with our depleted bats. So we finally got some players back. We had one on the bench. And we got a 4-0 win, mate. So that was very bloody handy, just quietly. You know what? I got one. I banged one in, luckily, from about halfway. Best I've hit one in years. Yeah. And all I've I can think about, about this. all I can think about is, yeah. Imagine being really good at a sport, because for about <laughs> 0.8 of a second, it felt awesome. I was the first in the stadium to know it was in. I put my foot through it and went, "Fuck, that's a hit," and it was in. Do you know Gerard talks about that? Gerard talks about. As soon as he knows if you hit oh, it flush. Just the way it hit the, the top of my foot where the laces are, I just knew like, oh, shit, that's at least on target, and I good luck stopping it. But the thing wow. is, I love sport. I love playing indoor football every Monday in Div 2 social comp, but I'm really shit at it. And for a split second, I was good. I'm like, oh, my God, can you imagine being able to just do that at will? I, like, I wouldn't sure, be talking to you I now. You, I'd be, yeah, I'd be yeah, yeah. playing now down the road. It's yeah. just... I'm not that yeah, good yeah, at yeah. anything consistently. Yeah. Which is quite depressing. Yeah, imagine you could do that five times out of ten. Oh, stop it. Game. Absolutely oh. fantastic. Hey, mate. Wow. We have yeah. really warbled on yet again, and it's been a fantastic day. Yeah. What uh, What have we learned? Jeez, we've learned a lot. What have we learned? 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 It's got to be the funnel. It's got to be funnel talk. What is it? What have we learned, Sonny? You tell me. Oh, mate, we've learned a lot, a lot. For me, I learned where the let's origin... Say, let's say on three, let's yeah. say on three what we've both learned, because I feel like we both have the same <laughs> answer. I feel like we both know exactly what we're about to say. I reckon you just haven't thought of anything and, and you're going to try and copy and, me. And, and, and uh, we nah, have, here's and what we've learned. One, two, okay. one, two, two three. three. The Final origin of web the is term Big Eater. Oh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we've learnt the funnel doesn't like dipping hot dogs in water because they're vile. I've learnt that your missus is a very good sport. Thank you, Mel. And we know where the term keep mum comes from. But until next week, you can get us on all the usual social devices. Oh, Twitter, Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit, please. And I want you just posting the sort of inane shit that you send through to me at two in the morning on a Tuesday because it really gets me giggling and I think the masses need to see it. I will. Until I promise then, I will. Mate, yeah. Oh, that's a promise. We know what the P word means. That means you do it. It's not like going to psychology. The P is silent in that, my friend. <laughs> that's just a personal joke against myself because I keep putting it off. Clearly, I need it. I love you and I need you to stay mint and tell me to shut up. <laughs> stay mint. Stay mint. And shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah!
Wendy ate the egg. Wendy ate the egg, Sonny. Wendy ate the egg. I don't know what to do. What a loser.